0: This is an ABC podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, footy heads and jumper washers, the tide has finally turned. The summer infernos that started in July are finally doused. Nature is back in its box. Once again, Australian football codes have weathered the storm and seen the nation through its darkest hour. Jesus, take me to the higher ground. Now, in a golden dawn, the 2020 football season brings new hope, new growth, and new heroes to our drought-blighted, flood-drenched land. Yes, it's time to bump, it's time to thump, it's time to dump and celebrate on the Australian Broadcasting Corporation. Pull them up, pull them on, and pat down for bludging on the blind side. With the master of midfield mayhem, rampaging Roy Slaven, and the leading light of long shots, HG Nielsen. Let her rip, HG
1: Yes, uh, T.F. much Cedric Sump, A.O. And that's the power and the passion of the Sumpstar camped in the bludging on the Blindside soundproof booth at ABC Grandstand HQ. And in a deal inked this week, the Cedric has signed the Blinkered Knights of Balaclava as the Blindside's major charity partner for season 2020. The Blinked Knights do such great work across the nation with those who have put in on the track so as you can take out. You're a winner because they've done it once again for you. Today, no exception with the slipper about to erupt, the blinkered Knights will be there. The Knights certainly are always there post-Hooter with the bandages and the screens if required. Incidentally, it's the only registered charity with the welfare of the hoof, feathers and fur as its major focus. Torpid Aussies, welcome to bludging on the blindside, Haha for footy season 2020. And a very warm welcome, bludging buffs, Right-thinking patriots, God talks to me pilgrims, TP Hoarders looking for another role in football-mad freaks, H.G. Nelson opening the blindside dig for another set of seven and what a week. <laughs> what an incredible week. Did you have a crack again? Did you get involved? It was another week of massive, massive collects, none bigger than in the Albury Cup, a fabulous day in border country when Spun Lago, the local hope, trained by RT Stubbs and ridden by Matty Kale came home with a blistering finish and saluted in the Commercial Club Albury Cup. It was a tremendous run from Spun Logo. I don't think it had won in 14 years, but it really turned back the clock and gave everybody in the border area a thrill. They're great supporters of local horse racing and when the Lago came spinning down the outside there in the shadows of the post, it was cheers all round. Incidentally, the try, an old-fashioned exploder, Four, five, and 16 there are the numbers. Four, five, and sixteen—it paid over eleven grand on the New South Wales TAB. A wonderful exploding result in this year's Cup. But in very sad news this week, the Horn v Zoo bout—and I hope I'm not treading on Roy's toes here—the Horn v Zoo bout uh, from the new stadium in Towns, new stadium in Townsville has carked it. Along with Eurovision 2020, Eurovision 2020 was a competition that gave hope to the hopeless. It didn't mind. It didn't matter how shit house you were at anything, like standing about on a spot with a funny hairdo and a frock that's falling off, you are part of an international showbiz scene, an international showbiz scene that stretched from Vladivostok all the way to the Aleutian Islands. Didn't matter if you weren't part of Europe, you know, didn't matter at all whether you are just part of Asia or part of Australia. You could be counted in in this magnificent competition. And, you know, once these things go... And I don't mean to cast a pall over proceedings so early. Once these things go, it's so hard to reinflate the balloon and get it above the guttering. And have we seen the best of Eurovision? I just leave that there for people to ponder on. Ah, uh, but to have these two great events, the Hornby Zoo and Eurovision, carket in the same week. Well, surely Minister of Health, Minister Hunt, has to step in at the highest level and made his feelings known, like he did with the AFL, where Sanity prevailed and the teams ran out on Thursday night, Aussies. Fired up by the promise of Australia, it's tremendous to have you with us as we prod forward once again through the solidly backed up storage of the Week sporting action. Remember to step up and have a go to get a go. And self-isolating Australians, remember, so long as you're being Australian, we'll get through this together. We mightn't have Eurovision, but we'll have each other and we have Australians. Obviously, four metres apart, that's the correct distance. But we'll get through it together. Now, well, I'm super excited about this. It's an an unprecedented level of excitement. That's right, my very good friends. Unprecedented. But to get the blindside barge away from the wharf, let's talk to a man who was part of the gold medal AOC phone hookup midweek that featured the Million Dollar Quartet, John Coates, Lord Gosper and Big Dick Pound. This man is the so-called fourth prong of the Japanese Olympic Games. We're not sure whether they're going to go on. Some are saying yes, some are saying no. More of that on in a moment. But this man, with a golden touch at the top step of the podium, can still make the smallest room in the house come together when he digits the dual flush. The man is rampaging, Roy Slaven. Roy, can we get the bludging on the blindside, Bunny, in motion simply by asking, "What highlights caught your restless eye this week, Do
2: you?" Yes, thank you very much, H. Uh, G. Nelson. And what a difficult week for believers. I mean, no matter how you look at it, no, no matter what sort of gloss you try to put on the week, it's been a, it's been a difficult week. A difficult week. Being a look, I was going to say being an Australian, but it's been a difficult week to be on the planet. That's how difficult it's been. Mercifully, Adam Scott, our champion golfer, has called for calm. He's called for has calm. He? he has. He has. He said, "Was the effect?" Look, I just think Australians should just be calm. we have just got to be just calm. Okay. But was that in the context of golf? Or yeah, just j- out, j- of the just blue? out of the blue, I think. actually. yes. Just out calm. I think just we've got to be calm. Uh, which which are words that I took to heart, Aisha? I, I I you, you were agitated. You know, this was like a bomb to me because I was upset with you. Not with you. I was upset with the world mm-hmm. earlier in the week. Mm-hmm. I phoned you and said, look, I'm really upset. And then you said to me, did you hear what Adam Scott said? Oh. I hadn't. But once I heard it, I settled right down. Now, Sydney Kings, well, they've been ripped off. Bugger all bokeh it has lashed out at the Australian basketball saying the players have been treated like pawns, not kings, pawns. pawns. Yeah, pawns. I don't like that. I don't like that. And the Perth Wildcats, of course, they've just swanned in and... I know, it taken all. it all. Taken it all. Yeah. without having to win it. I think that's Bogut's point. Not often I agree with Bogut. Stay calm. I'm trying to. Now, New South Wales win the Sheffield Shield. Now, that I like. Now, for the 47th time, and, you know, this old adage, HG, this old adage I've lived with all my life since Bobby Simpson came out with it all those years ago, when New South Wales cricket is strong, Australian cricket is strong. That's so true. And that is so true. Mm. Truer today than it was ever. Yeah. In Simo's time. In Simo's time, New South Wales cricket was strong, but Australian cricket wasn't necessarily all that strong. But now it is. Now, uh, Nathan Lyon, speaking of... Our lovable, likeable tweaker. Mm. Perhaps our finest. You know, a lot of people say Ashley Mallett was here, our finest off spinner. He was rubbish. Yeah. Nathan Lyon's much, much better. I mean, just look at the figures. (laughs) Look at the amount of wickets he's got. I mean, I rest my case. Read about it. Anyway, Nathan Lyon. Uh, He claims presenting Travis Head with his green baggie is his proudest moment in cricket. Now, I isn't that an enormous thing to say for a young man who, you know, has taken FIfa so often? You, you'd think that would be the jewel in the crown, but no. Handing Travis Head. What did you bread. make of that? Did you
1: think the blood? Well, I thought the it?
2: bloke was... I thought it was a G-up at first. Yeah, so did I. I thought it was an absolute G-up. And then I, I had a close look at Nathan. He was in tears, just remembering Cheers. it. Tears. Tears. Does he know about Adam Scott's Something call about for a, a, Oh, I don't know. I hope so. I hope so. I, th- I thought you were going to say, does he know something about Travis Head that we don't? <laughs> I'm sure he does because I know very little about Travis Head. No, Mr. Nick. You know, if people, you know, pin me down and said, tell 20... us all you know about Travis Head, that's it. I just have to say, officer, I've heard of him. Take heart, Trying, Adam. Now, the big show. The big show. The big show. He's announced his engagement. And could I just wish the happy couple all the best? Tricky time to get married at the moment. I know. Very tricky time. I hope they wait until the, the, you know. The crisis hot, has passed. It washes through, yeah.
1: yeah. Oh, but but so. on the other hand, you know, I mean, I'm never sure of the politics of these things because yes. I've never done it, but maybe could be blessed relief. Oh, true. It would uh, be
2: cheaper. Yeah. Just go to a, you know, a registry office. Is that what you mean? Yeah, or, you
1: know, a Just, modest, modest, down oh, okay. version but with enough
2: space. For yeah, people. yeah, yeah, yeah. All so, you need is two witnesses, I guess. Two witnesses and a yeah. bit of
1: space four that's metres right. apart.
2: That's right. That's all you need. Uh, now, you mentioned the uh, horn, that's the fighting primary school teacher, mm. uh, and the uh, son of mm. perhaps our greatest. Yeah, the Russian-born Sydney Sydney-based, born Sydney-based world powerhouse. World champion. World champion. <laughs> <laughs> Costume Zoo. That's Tim Zoo. Now, I bought tickets to this on Monday. Monday. Because I thought, you beauty, I'm not going to miss this. I'm not going to miss what's being called the Townsville Brawl. The Rumble on the Reef. Yeah. I didn't hear that. No, that's how they built it. To me. Townsville Brawl, I thought it was. I thought that sounds a little bit tepid. Yeah, it does. Rumble on the Reef, I, I like.
1: Know. I know. I know.
2: Wow. Okay. Now, anyway, it's it's it, now, is it, why has it been called off? Because of the virus? Is that it? Or is it I, – I sense I that ask, there were other reasons. Yes. Now, could I ask, could you
1: do it without a crowd? Because it's a television oh, event.
2: It's a television show. Yes, yeah. you can.
1: But I understand the mixture of fluids and all that sort of stuff may
2: not be oh. the right
1: message to be sent. No, here.
2: that's true. That's true. Yeah, Although, I, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know why it's been called off, but I'm very disappointed. I was looking forward to it. Now, the New Zealand Warriors, HG, absolute heroes, they've decided to live in Australia to keep the competition going. Uh, And I think they're looking at somewhere around Casino or Tenterfield. We can talk about this a little bit later, where, where they should go, where they should call base, seeing they can't call Auckland base anymore. So will no. they become the
1: let's say the Tenerfield Warriors? Yes. Oh
2: well. You know. Oh, like, I hadn't thought of that. Well, look, surely they
1: should, and that would be a great relocation yes, story. Sure. Because the Tenerfield New people. Gernsies. New guernseys. New guernseys. Lot of product Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yep, yeah, tea towels, mugs, yep. all that sort of stuff as well. Yep. And that that would be a big fillip. It would in be in these cri-
2: crisis yes, times. Yes. For the people of Tenerfield. Indeed, it would. Now, uh, U.S. golfing cheat. Cheat, and it's not often we use that term. I mean, we use grub a lot, and that's fair enough. You know, when rugby league's being played, grubs come out. When the AFL's being played, grubs come out and about. You can't, that's just the way it is. That's life, and I accept that. But cheats, especially golfing cheats, golfing cheats. Now, this is Patrick Reed. He has form. He's been caught again in proving his lie in a sand trap. Oh, he's done this before. Yes. Now I've. He's done this, this before. Yes, yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was out here for the president's cup, and we booed him from start to finish, and kept an eye on him because he was always looking to cheat, always looking to cheat. I think the bloke has got to go. The integrity of golf is on the line here. Mm-hmm. The integrity of golf, as we know it, mm-hmm. is on the line mm-hmm. here. H.G.L. on the line. <laughs>
0: I'm trying, Adam. But the bloke has got to go. Make it out what you will. How to build a healthy community. Form a club. Build a clubhouse. Win matches. This is Bludging on the Blind Side on ABC Radio. Yes, everything's f- filtered through the uh, rugby league competition and the um,
1: obviously the problems in playing it. And uh, this story that you broke just a few minutes ago concerning the Warriors yeah. deciding to stay in Australia yep. and the fact that they're going to base themselves at Tenterfield is a big story because the what would I call it, the sacrifice, the sacrifice, because both nations won't allow, this is New Zealand and Australia, won't allow travel between them anymore. You can't flit over to New Zealand to play a match of rugby league and then come back into Australia. You can't. You're gone. So the Warriors, because they're mainly New Zealand people, could go home, but they wouldn't be able to leave again.
2: Exactly. So
1: this sacrifice, and can I just say to you right off the bat, the context Mm. is I'm starting to reassess Gallipoli now. Yes. Because I've always thought that the Warriors... New Zealand's did...
2: They did nothing. Yeah, they
1: did bugger all. Sure, they had Simpson and his donkey, but that's not much of a contribution to that, you know, our effort there at Gallipoli. But now you're starting to see the sacrifice they're making for rugby league to keep the rugby league competition going in a time, in a time when it's already referred to Scott Morrison as a wartime PM. Is that right? I mean, that's what people are saying, that he's battling on under insane you know, workload mm. to try and keep things afloat in this country, not only banks, obviously, and sure. Qantas, which obviously costs a lot of money to keep them sure. going,
2: but also rugby league. Rugby league. Now I, I see the Warriors, SGS, they've become our foreign legion, haven't they? Foreign legion. They're a foreign legion.
1: You mean in the French style that yes. was marched around in the deserts yes. of Algeria and That's stuff right. like that? That's if right. If there are deserts yeah. in
2: Algeria. Yep, yep.
1: Wow, the Foreign Legion. Well, speculation was rife on Thursday that uh, Mm. that the club's players were preparing to return across the Tasman and effectively end their participation in this year's competition Mm. as the NRL tries to obviously stave off. Asked if some of the players wanted to go home. Uh, The boss of the Warriors, Cameron George, said, I felt there was some wavering, but they had a discussion. It's one in, all in this year. That's our motto. Isn't that a great motto? One in, all in.
2: That's the Foreign Legion, isn't
1: it? It shows me, once again, the resilient culture we've got amongst this club. That's the word, isn't it? Resilient Resilient resilient.
2: culture. That's
1: what got us through Gallipoli. It is. Uh, It is. You know, and...
2: And Tenterfield, actually, what an interesting choice. Should they decide it's going to be there and not Casino? Because that's where, really, the miracle of Federation began. You remember Sir Henry Parks gave his famous Federation speech at Tenterfield.
1: Are you suggesting what I think you're suggesting, that with this virus, yes. Australia moves closer to New Zealand yes. so much so that we take it over? Yeah.
2: Well, remember, HG, in those days, back in the day, uh, New Zealand was going to be a state of Australia. That was right. the, that, that was the whole idea. Would we maybe have two
1: states, a North Island and a South Island? Yes, we Island? could do that. Because they're quite distinctively yes, different, they are. as
2: you know. Yes. yes, they are. Now, I don't know whether this is the time to revisit that concept, and I don't know how Say, Prime Minister Ardern would uh, view or, or Foreign Minister Peters more specifically yes, no, Winston would, Peters. Yes, would yes. react to that sort of talk. And maybe it's not the time to bring it up, uh, to reach out across the Tasmanian and say, well, we're here, we're taken over. Uh, I, I, I don't know. But I found it interesting that they, they the warriors should use Tenderfield. Tenderfield. And remember, there's the Peter Allen connection there. I don't know if that's had anything to do with their thinking, the Tenderfield Sadler. Uh You know, he was born there, Peter Allen. I I don't know whether that was part of their thinking or not. I don't know. No. Can I ask, are you feeling, though,
1: rather some of the towns you're associated with over the years, you know, Lithgow, West Wyalong and so on, young, are you feeling as though they should have been at least able to be part of this conversation in the sense of... Young could offer the Warriors a terrific home base. Yes. Obviously, there's football fields there they could train on. I've yes. seen some pictures that you've shown me of the sporting facilities sure. there. They Second are. to none. That's true. Second to none. And, of course, the Bridget McKenzie handout. There's true. There's new toilet blocks terrific going in.
2: shooting facilities there now, even though nobody shoots. They've got the facilities there, thanks to the <laughs> recent largesse, <laughs> recent of, largesse. Of, the, yes. of the federal government. Now, yeah. coming
1: back to that. Yeah. Why not somehow Cameron George, the boss? Yeah. He takes bids from various competing towns and say, you know, demonstrates showing what you've got, showing what you're prepared. Billeting, obviously we have 20 families that are prepared to billet a warrior. Imagine living with a rugby league player. There's a television show, The Warriors at Your Place.
2: Well, Isn't that a a lovely idea? Wouldn't it be lovely having, say, uh, I don't know, Adam Blair, Adam Blair staying with you, well, how long would it be? A
1: few months? Oh, it'd be a few. Well, I understand. A bit more, actually. Well, if, let's say they got lucky and got yes. all the way through to the end. Sure. And the whole thing goes ahead. Yes. I mean, you're looking at till o- the long weekend in
2: October. Wow, well, okay. So, well, that'd be fantastic. Look, I can't imagine there'd be a town in either New South Wales or Queensland who wouldn't be prepared to put their hand up and say, well, we want the Warriors here. Now, were there any bids taken? I mean, Tenterfield just swanned in and took it, did they? That's uh, what worries I mean, me. Know. That's what worries I me, mean, you know. Tenterfield has got Tentafield sort of got tickets on itself. It's saying, well, we've got the Warriors now. Now. Well, now. hang on. Did the Warriors have any say in this? What tic-tacking took place between. Tenerfield and 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 the Warriors. Cameron
1: George. Yes. Can I come to a story you broke last week, too? Yes. This is uh, Matt and Gary in the car driving along the Princess Highway, picking up Manu in Bansdale. That's right. And then coming up round through Mallacoota and then up the uh, East Coast there, putting in the odd bob or two into a pie, into a bakery, or into a petrol station just to put something back into those fire ravaged communities. Mm -hmm. Now, imagine this the Warriors are based in Beega,
2: Wow. Do
1: you understand what yeah, I mean? I do. Because no-one's brought more hope to that area than the rugby league sure. community. Now, but, rugby were, league. but
2: there were fires around Tetherfield, weren't well, there? No, there were. There was, yeah, uh, I'm, you I'm know, I think they've got just as... I, I'm gilding the know, case yeah, for yeah, Beega. I, I know that. I know that. But at, least, brief with but at least these things have got to be aired. Yeah, thanks. And what about the Queensland towns? What about Caboolture? Caboolture. Mm, Has anybody mentioned, you know, Caboolture? Hey, we're here. Yeah. We'd like to have the Warriors here. We want to have Roger Tiavastraschek staying with us. You know, we're quite happy to billet him. We'd love to have him. We'd love to have Isaiah Papali. Oh, Papali. I'd love to. Wouldn't that be great? What a talking point. Get mm. your mates around. You mm. know, g- guess who's staying here tonight? Who? Isaiah Papali. Can't Get, get out. out of here. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's not right. Yeah, yeah he is. Yeah, he's, he's here. Yeah, he's sleeping on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> Toilet that's paper
0: right. and Papali. Yes. I mean, there's your picture. There it is. I know. Australians are considered the fairest, most honest, decent people on Earth. Why? Because they embrace the ethos of the Australian Football League, celebrated each week here on The Bludge.
1: Now, Cameron George said the NRL understand the importance of us being there. Now, there's a gullibley story in a nutshell. Yes. The AIF understood that they couldn't do it all on their own, mm-hmm. so they asked New Zealand to come along. Yes. At least that's how I understand it. Yes. You know, so they got there and thought, oh, we're a few troops shy here. Mm. Let's see if the Kiwis can turn up. If we walked away from what's before us, I think that might have started the breakdown of the competition and caused them dramas. Yeah. See what I mean? Yeah. That's thinking not of. Not themselves. The sacrifices they're making, but the, the competition as a whole. That's right. Hopefully they view us now as someone uh, has th- who has played their part in trying to keep this game together in very, very difficult circumstances. Yeah. It's yeah. a beautiful story. It mate. is a
2: beautiful story. But
1: I take it? your point entirely. Yeah. Why couldn't Kabulcha be part of this story? Yeah. And when it comes to, you know, seven or nine looking for, it would have to be nine, I suppose, because of legal reasons, nine looking for content, yeah. the Warriors in Kabulcha.
2: Yes. Do you yes. know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, it's, 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 yeah, or, or in Tenderfield. I mean, I, I don't mind if, if they've got it in their hearts. They want to be in Tenderfield. That's fine by me. But I think you're right. That would be a terrific show and very easy to get together. You just need a, you know, a host, I guess, to introduce it. You know, we're going to cross to, you know, Isaiah Papali. Yeah. What are you up to at the moment? Oh, I'm just, you know. Just here, just, sitting here in the lounge room playing Scrabble. Oh, you playing Scrabble, are you?
1: Have we got any score? No. <laughs> <laughs> I just found cat though.
2: Yeah, I just got. Uh, I just got bus. But. Did you? I say, well done.
1: <laughs> now, how about this? That's the that's the upside. Yeah. The downside is Ricky Stewart has used his first meeting with ARL Commission Chairman. Uh, Peter Volandes, right. to express concerns that Canberra are being treated as the poor cousins of the NRL competition. Is that right? Imagine this sticky. Yep. The game's greatest thinker. Yep. Carlos Mearsson. Yep. Having to go cap in hand yep. to the boss. Now, Volandes, this is, um, <clears throat> you know, a couple of weeks ago, Volandes was in Canberra for the annual Black Opal Stakes recently. Mm. Uh, it's a racing luncheon but made special requests to meet both Raiders' coach – he made special – this is made special request to meet both Raiders' coach yeah. and club chief executive Donny Furner during his visit to the National Capital. Mm-hmm. While Volandis approached the coffee date – coffee date with the intention of picking Stuart's brain on rugby league world the coach was more interested in using the 30 minute meeting to let the arlc chairperson know exactly where he stands there's a huge perception that we're the poor cousins we don't feel that we get the opportunities that other clubs do in the number of areas of the game Stuart said this is something that's been a perception that's been there for a long time and i think it's very unfair
2: how, how does this uh, express manifest, it, it. manifest itself? Yes. Okay,
1: Stuart and Volandes also discussed the controversial six-again call made in last year's grand oh, final. Oh, yeah, they were
2: ripped off totally yeah, yeah, <laughs> there. Of Raiders
1: course. coach is eager to see the referees return to GIO stage as soon as possible. I want our fans to go past it. Now, Stuart argued that the Raiders have received, haven't received have received as much attention as the likes of Sydney Roosters and Melbourne and is sometimes, quote, forgotten despite uh, housing of first-class players and staff. He wants to make sure that the Canberra is recognised as one uh, for its contribution to rugby league. Yes. I was really appreciative of a meeting. He's very inspiring. This is Volandis He's mm. very inspiring and I love his passion.
2: Mm.
1: Now, <clears throat> right. I don't know. Is that your perception that the Canberra is the lost cause of rugby league or the, the yeah. country cousin? I don't well, think well, I suppose
2: the, the way you'd measure this, HG, is, is how often do they get, say, the Friday night match? Yeah. Well, I, I, never. As, never. I understand. Be, because people hate them. People don't like watching them. Do they? Yeah. Can I ask? That's, that's the problem. Is that the, big- the problem with the product? Now, if it's the green, are they got to change the green? Is it a, oh, I hadn't thought an of that. offensive green? I mean, do, do we not accept the Raiders' clap? Uh, is there nothing particular? I mean, Raiders, Vikings. I mean, do we like them? Yeah. You know, what's our attitude towards Vikings? They were, you know, rape and pillage merchants, weren't they? There was nothing much likable about them. Sure, their silver work is is very very nice, <laughs> and they. You know, would would, would would terrific boats they made. Boats were terrific. Yeah. Wonderful boats. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not. I offer no criticism of their of their boat, boat work buildings. at all. Now, but Raiders...
1: Can I ask, have you seen that Viking show on SBS? Yes. That goes on and on and on. They must have made 20 series of that. Yes. And they still haven't got anywhere. Yeah. They're still bashing up the same people. But can I come back to a thing yeah, that they, you
2: they, raised? They, that's, yes, they do. They, they sort of arrive in England, don't they, and and go to uh, missionaries and churches and torch them and kill everyone and then get back on the boat and head off again. No wonder they're not liked.
1: <laughs> now, can I come to the fact that uh, the Raiders... Is it a purely a mathematic problem right. that the Razors, let's say, pull 250000 to a television thing where if you show St George, never mind how badly they're going playing uh, Penrith, you get 500000 watching?
2: Well, you, we'd have to speak to uh, Nine. Channel 9 to uh, skid marks, wouldn't we?
1: You would, yeah, to find uh, out your to ratings. To find out
2: the ratings and, and whether the uh, ratings go down once the Raiders do... Bob up on the Friday night. I don't now, know. Can, what about Sunday afternoon? Do they ever get a show in there? I don't think so. Don't think so.
1: Can I say I'm not a big fan of the Viking Club. No.
2: I, no I, got the Viking to... Club, no, it doesn't do anything for me. It just reminds me of what it must have felt like for those, uh, you know, people people of faith and people of the cloth years ago when they were conducting their church services amongst their congregation and they heard the Viking
0: Clap coming in the distance <laughs> on the boat. <laughs> You think, ooh. Time to go. (laughs) Time to go. Bludging on the blind side is a proud supporter of the interfaith, club-neutral, ecumenical church service for players, officials, fans and families held weekly at 6am at Lotto Land. No need to book, just turn up.
2: (coughs) Oliver's been in touch. Oliver's in Lismore. He says, sorry to break it to you, but a couple of months ago, Tenterfield was announced as a kind of sister city for the New Zealand Warriors.
1: Oh, right. I didn't know I didn't this. Know that. Why wasn't that front page news? Because yeah. that is a very good news story. It's a big story,
2: story isn't it? Uh, now, to support Tenterfield by visiting throughout the year, hence the obligation perhaps to relocate there. Right. This is Oliver's theory that there is this… Uh, Link already. Links, this bridge. Spiritual bridge, bridge between… Spiritual bridge. Well, I wonder if uh, Tenfield made... and uh, Auckland are sister cities or sister towns. That could know. be the
1: case. You love a sister city. I, arrangement, do. I do. Especially when it involves sport. You know, I just yeah. thought you made that up.
2: No. No. No, 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 no. no. Now, we come back to oh, this. Peter in the gong, actually. Yes. That would be Wollongong, I expect. He says, the Narrow Warriors. Gee, I haven't thought about the Narrow Warriors in a long time. I wonder if they ever got the clap. I just hope it... I hope not. <laughs> now, Naria, the Nowra Warriors bit the dust not so long ago. Ooh, maybe they did have the... Cl- anyway, Nowra Warriors products such as Tony Branson. Gee, I hadn't thought of Tony Branson in a long time. Now they're in tandem with the Bomadary Swamp Rats. The Bomadary Swamp Rats? I like the sound of the no, Swamp no, Rats. Yeah. They sound a bit tuty. Um I'm seeing nice tats, I think. Now, bring the Kiwis to Nowra. Also, Simpson and his donkey. Simpson was from Bulleye, or Thoreau, he argues.
1: Well, there's plenty of chat there.
2: There's plenty of chat. Now, there. hang on. The, we're now relocating the, the Kiwi, Warriors. The, the Warriors to Nowra.
1: Well, oh, that right. be terrific. Uh, yeah. I just hope there's a sister city relationship with... You know, yeah. some town in New Zealand and the narrower area. There yeah. may not be. But we could get that together. Yeah. Now, as you know, we are very keen on this um, redeploying rugby league resources to help out people in trouble and especially the forgotten people now are the people affected by the fires.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, you know, the, the, yeah. they they just seem to have dropped right off the twig and the flame, the flickering flame, no pun intended, mm. of their their need is writ large here on the bludging on the blind side now. Yes. We come to a couple of issues sparked by Manu, Matt and Gary's trip up
0: there. Mm -hmm.
1: What are the Hogs for the Homeless doing? I just want to set this out there. As you recall in the past, the Hogs for the Homeless were rugby league players who had bugger all to do, rode around on uh, Harley-Davidson motorcycles, blowing into town looking for things to fix. That's and right. one of the things they fixed in a trip I think two years ago yeah. was re-turfing the Wellington Oval. I don't know how that's gone in the drought, mm, whether they had that. enough water. I think yeah. the river's out that way dried up. I haven't been out that way to look recently, yeah. but this is a terrific idea. Now, yeah. the uh, – Recent fire-ravaged area of Bega has been host to, I think, the Penrith and the Eels. Mm. And uh, Dave Allen, who owns the local hotel, Cabago Hotel, and his brother have started uh, taking people out to see on, you know, the devastation and what he calls a tour. We take people out to Wandela and Yowrie Yar- and uh, show people where the people have uh, met terrible ends and etc. cetera. Mm. But anyway, the, the uh, rugby league teams have been in town. They took Andrew Voss out there on the tour on uh, one night recently, and he was in tears. He couldn't believe it. When you go out there and see what's actually happened, you can't describe it in words. Danny Barreras, I think, was uh, riding shotgun in the car. So it's like a nuclear bomb has dropped on the place. Nuclear zone is just black and there's nothing there. There's nothing, you know, no animals, no birds, no, just sticks. Without being hyperbolic, you can't – until you see it, you just can't describe it. Anyway, the Eels and the Panthers were down there. I think we may have mentioned this in uh, earlier comments. And the Eels uh, players were out helping with fencing Good. on Thursday. They didn't appear to have any – Problems picking up the trade. Good. Probably Scotty Cam was there with a few instructional videos about where the uprights went and whether you're using star stakes and what sort of barbed wire you're using to string sure. up, and, you know, and all sure. that sort of stuff. The skills, yeah, yeah corner yeah, yeah, posts yeah, yeah. and that thing that you'd use to
2: tighten the tension, oh, yes, not yes, over tension, yes, yes, yes. yeah. yeah.
1: Uh, then both teams have been eating were at these the
2: electrified lo- fences they were putting in HG. Or, I or don't think so. Don't think so. No. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yep. These
1: both teams have been eating at the local cafes and pubs, trying to pump as much money back into the economy and going to the petrol. Station where Manu bought the petrol
2: and the pie,
1: and the pie. (laughs) The NRL estimates just shy of five million dollars have been injected the economy. Good, that's incredible for rugby league. Five million (laughs) dollars, wonderful. These guys can't replace, obviously. Yeah,
2: Yeah, yeah, and that wouldn't take into account the work they've done, no,
1: which is probably up in the area of millions.
2: It would be. Millions, that fencing. It, that I mean, fencing replacing yeah. Replacing fencing yeah, is yeah, not yeah, yeah, cheap. Sure. Were they – was it uh timber fencing they were doing Actually, or, or were they star uh, spikes that well, – I think I – look, I can't help you there.
1: Like fences around houses maybe, timber, you know.
2: Yes. Like paling and, um, oh, you know. Oh, well, lap and cap. It wasn't yes. lap and cap fencing. No, I no, no. I don't think so. Yeah. No, this it. was to keep uh, – Cows in cows. Place. Cattle sheep. Yeah, that's yep, 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 yep. okay. right. Yeah, so yep.
1: – well, you know, the the guys can't replace lives, obviously, but what they've done down here, come down here, lifted the spirits Good. and given the people a sense that there are people behind them and they're thinking of them in the best way they can, said the bloke who owned the Cabago Hotel. Right. That's really important that people know they're not alone. The footy clubs
2: have been fantastic. Isn't that tremendous? The biggest, and uh, what uh, it was—the eels and who else? Penrith. Penrith, isn't that fantastic? You know, they they, all uh, all grades H. G. or just all grades? Marvellous.
1: Now, that's one thing that's interesting is there's no reserve grade and there's no flag and all that's been stopped. Yeah. Because the difficulty is, is obviously, the we live in difficult times. Difficult times, yes. But it's going to make it hard for players coming in, especially, say, six weeks into a competition with no match practice at all. Yeah. Same in the AFL. No fitness, match fitness. Sure. Going to step up into the yep. gap. Anyway, yep. the local yep. mayor, Christy McBain, couldn't be more thankful. We, we've we had NRL players on people's farms who have been completely burnt out just giving a hand with the fencing. They're talking about tens of thousands of kilometres of fencing. Tens of thousands of kilometres of fencing. Good grief. (laughs) Being lost in Bega alone. Great to get these people into an area like that and they stick out like sore thumbs around here and that's what we need. We need to see that people are coming together and they care and they're still coming into our communities like Manu and Gary and Matt and they're doing so because they want to help. Mm. Thank you doesn't do justice for what they're doing for the community and our mindset.
2: Isn't that great? It is a wonderful story. Now, was that front page anywhere?
1: It was in the bigger, uh, in the bigger. Yeah, papers.
2: but not in your big papers.
1: No, like your, you know, your your, your Channel Army Nine papers. Your Channel Nine papers it, no. didn't they? No. Now,
2: now Barry from Burwood, she is suggesting the Augathella Meat Ants are back in the Western Queensland competition, and the Warriors would well be based in uh, Augathella. Wow. They. they you know, they'd be they do well to be based there. He's he's suggesting it would be a terrific. Uh,
1: Can I ask transport out of there to get to a game? I can't uh, help you there, Melbourne. Or, I, don't, you know, I don't know. You know, the, the, do you think that in the end, in the end, the NRL will have its own airline? Hmm. I noticed, the, for instance, the jockeys. I think who rode in Melbourne last night yes. have got their own plane to fly up to Sydney to be in the slipper today. Oh,
2: okay. And okay.
1: obviously, be removed from the general Hurley burly Yes. Well, society. you'd have to, have
2: to imagine that planes are going to be pretty cheap soon, wouldn't you? You would. Well, maybe sh- it's the could time they for rugby league too. I mean, could the ABC look A-B- at the future and think, you know, plane fly rugby league?
1: Fly rugby league! Pay you know, fly now, pay later sort of sort system. Of thing, I suppose. Yeah, fly rugby league. Yeah, and let's yep. not forget when the end of the season trips come. First
2: grade class, reserve grade <laughs> class,
0: <laughs> like ball
2: know, and flag, ball class. and flag class.
0: It's a captain's call. Thanks, ref, blokes. Let's have a bludge on the blind side with Roy and HG.
1: Now, just wrapping up this incredible work that the uh, Rugby League's doing and, you know, you can see why, you know, that reassessing this uh, Gallipoli story in the light of Rugby League. Yeah. And let's not face it, let's not forget that Rugby League began in 1908. Yes. You're talking Gallipoli, what, you know, say eight years later? No, yes. that's past it, obviously. You know, yeah. maybe just
2: six years later. Six years later. Gee, I hadn't thought of that. It was close, wasn't
1: it? And then, as people point out, rugby league, no stranger to, you know, epidemics and pandemics. No, the Spanish flu. I I mean, rugby league
2: survived the Spanish flu, didn't it? It did. It It did. did.
1: Now, get this. Remember last week we broke a story about how Brad Fittler was trying to encourage, you know, players to sleep? Uh, You know, he felt that that was the missing ingredient. He'd done the diet, he'd done yes, the, the earthing, you know, earthing walking yeah, around, yeah. sitting in pyramids and all that sort of stuff yep. to say sharp. Yep. Now, sleep was the missing ingredient. Mm-hmm. Now, get this, state of origin coach Brad Fittler wants to take the champion blue side to Bega to continue the NRL, open brackets, hogs for the homeless bushfire relief work.
2: What a terrific idea. Is this, the, right, so they've had uh, Pete Manu and... Gary. Gary blow through.
1: <laughs> and, uh, the Eels and the Penrith
2: Panthers They've blow through. They've had the Eels and P- do, uh, with the fencing business. And now maybe a state of origin. Is that what you're suggesting? But that's what
1: I'm suggesting, state of origin in Vega. In now, can I come to just as yeah. a sidebar note? Yeah.
2: The
1: Penrith Panther, you know, the... Oh, the famed panther. Yeah, yeah was, blurry was, photographs. let was the
2: Lithgow Panther for okay. some time. Walked to Penrith. Walked to Penrith, yeah, became the Penrith Panther, that one, yeah.
1: I'm worried to Bega panther. Wouldn't that be a great find? The Beager Panther. I mean people are looking in survived areas, the
2: Survived. Survived
1: the fires, outran the fires, and is still lurking, looking Whoa. for something to take a nip. Anyway, that's mm-hmm. just a cyber issue. Oh, okay.
2: Now <clears throat> There's been no sighting, though. You're not suggesting anyone's sighted.
1: I've seen a couple of blurry photographs. No, seen, okay. I wouldn't
2: go wouldn't go <laughs> no, as far no. as sighting. There's, no, but in the bigger area, beager area, bigger area, yeah.
1: Well I know recently people,
2: you saw photos of the of the formerly <laughs> Penrith, formerly Lithgow Panther, is now in, residing in Bega,
1: uh, happily. Yeah, well, you know. Loves a fire. Loves a fire. Now, okay. the, uh, this is a beautiful story because the um, local member, Andrew Constance, spoke passionately about the impact of recent impact of Penrith, Parramatta, et cetera. We've spoken about that. Yes. Now, then get this. I was talking to Brad Fittler just before and he was trying to figure out how he could bring the State of Origin team to do some training session here. Constance said, he's, I think he's the Minister of Transport in the state government, New South Wales state government. Yep. You can imagine what that would do for the local community. We're in it for the Longhorn and Rugby League is owned by the people in these communities. It's right. their game and this is their opportunity, meaning the league's opportunity to give back. That's a big call, mm-hmm. owned by the community.
2: Whoa, okay.
1: I think Nine will be interested in that. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, 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 yeah. Constance revealed Fitler's plan to bring the Blues, spoke passionately about the impact We've gone from the darkest days to the best of days. And it's because the NRL, you know, bought the eels and the, like to cheering up. Yeah, I know. There's some parenthes p- down here. Yep. Our hotels have got people in them. Manu and Pete. Sorry, not Manu and Pete. Manu, Gary and Matt came. They bought a pie and <laughs> the petrol station. Got a tank full taken away. Thousands of people have come from Sydney and a pitley wanted a big cheerio to Western Sydney to send you great teams here. We couldn't have a better outcome. The people's spirits are lifted. Our kids are lifted. Our footy players are lifted and that's because we've all come together. You know, we were there in spirit. Yes. You and I, we yeah. didn't know it was on. We didn't know it was on. And still we were there in spirit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, we're unified in recovery and the NRL is at the heart of it. You know, young minds are like sponges according to Constance. I didn't realise that. Okay. They're like sponges, yeah. and they'll remember those footy players. They'll come and remember the great players coming to our schools. Oh Lord, I hope they're ticketed. Yeah, to work with kids, these yeah. players. I mean, it's a bigger, I know it can know, get out of hand, as we can. know. <laughs> Elsewhere, they're embracing them, giving them a hug. Oh, I don't like that idea. Kicking a football, they'll remember that, 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 and it'll change the thinking of these young
2: minds. Yes, yes, that's how you get them into rugby league. I mean, get them early. Get them early.
1: You know, there's certainly fears that, you know, they've lifted the spirits and people have a grin. When we went through the fire, so many people felt alone, the community coming together, strength, resilience, state of origin, the neighbours bring each other, rugby league, community together, the NRL through its initiative and getting teams here. Moments like this can change a lifetime. So we're very sensitive about this is more than football. This is who we are.
2: This is who we are. Oh, I'm liking this.
1: The trial has injected 4.7 million. These numbers are incredible. I thought it
2: was 5 million before. (laughs)
1: <laughs> it's been remarkable. Uh, the NRL Chief Executive, Toddy Greenberg, soon to lose his job, said, the Rugby League community and our partners have come together to create something really special in the Sapphire Coast. It's open for business.
2: Right.
1: Visitors have opened
2: their hearts, their wallets, to get this region back on their feet. Well, that is a marvellous story. Now, where, what, where would the State of Origin match occur? Well, where, where would it be played? Do they have the facilities? Because there won't be a crowd there. Well, th- see, that's you'd, what you'd I mean. It's going to have to be played.
1: That's what I mean, without a crowd. Without a crowd. You can't buy a ticket for it, so it could be played anywhere. Yeah. You know, often they take the matches to Mudgee. I think Mudgee's had too much rugby league, if anything. Yeah. So they're kind of thinking that maybe we'd take it somewhere else. And Beagle Sport and Rec Ground, I think they've got one of those, would be an ideal location. Great television. Well,
2: well again it opens up the possibility of towns bidding for it, doesn't it? It does. I mean if you don't need a crowd, you know all you need is a couple of lights and the cameras and you know Sticks. rabs to turn up with Gus and, you know, Joey, whoever's gonna be Do the sidewalk. Yeah, line. all of that. Mm. You just And remember so maybe of course, Tenef- could, could put its hand head up and say, Well, we've got, the, say, Warriors. Well, we've got the Warriors. What here, a great double it's going really great. Yeah. You know, the Warriors everyone loves the Warriors here now. In fact, we love our rugby league. Uh, never that easy. <laughs> Give us state is, of origin.
1: Now, I would say that that is exactly the thinking the rugby league needs to get beyond the problems of, you know, head office and yes. no crowds. You need to get on the front foot. Yes. You know, I was saying earlier that this cries out for a bit of left field thinking. It does. My feeling is that clubs need to imagine they have to value add. I was suggesting club captains, and I made this suggestion to you many, many years ago, that club captains come out and sing the national anthem before a kick-off. And then at half-time,
2: something's so, so worked So it up. makes it a real show. A real show. A right? real show. Sure, there's no crowd, but, boy, are you going to get some entertainment. Imagine that. Imagine that. The yes. The captain of the, say, dogs. Yeah, or they better. they nominate someone with their best voice. Perfect. 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 You and know, then, he's a great singer, Is you know, whoever. Mm. Jason Papali.
1: Jason Papali. Say, from the uh, you know the Warriors. And then the next thing is a little bit of halftime entertainment. Yeah. Today, Jason Papali will open the, say, the Tom Jones songbook or the yes, Daryl Braithwaite yes. songbook.
2: Or we'll what show is. you how to cook scones. Wow. Show you how to cook scones. Yes. How do you get them the so Papali fluffy? The Papali method. How do you get them to rise so much? Well, <laughs> it's the flour you use. Are you using baker's flour? Almost. You know what I mean? Could go anywhere.
0: Australian confused by the terms multi, pick the score, first try scorer, or pick the margins, bludging on the blind side provides a free helpline service. Dial one 800 backdoor Benny and make an appointment for the whole family.
1: Now, just before we come to more general issues, I am mindful of the fact that people in the administration rugby league are. Yeah. Uh, under the gun as well. It's all very well to talk about the players and the problems and scoring and, you know, trying to play in front of nobody and all that sort of stuff, keeping your distance on the sidelines. And that's an issue. They nicely keep their distance on the sidelines and stupidly in interviews, but then they go and bump into each other for 80 minutes.
2: Yes, yeah.
1: Now, uh, Peter Volandis, Mm -hmm. I'm doing everything in my power, no matter how many hours it takes to ensure that rugby league family is well and will stay well into the future. Mm -hmm. uh, Look. Immediately, I thought, oh, hello, he's trained as a doctor in the last three days. But no, he's got no
2: doctoring skills no, at all. No. no, it's just a gut feeling, isn't it? <laughs> yep.
1: Yeah. That's yeah. what he's a doing. Hunch. Now, mm. for the moment, uh, the show goes on. Volandi's the chair of the ARL Commission. Estimates he has been getting three or four hours sleep each night mm. as the game struggles to stay afloat amid the pen. This is not good, is no, it? No, it's
2: not good. Is that normal for him to get the three? Is, that, is he saying that's a good thing? I've been getting a lot of sleep, three or four hours. I, think oh, I don't in, know how to no, interpret that. No,
1: I think he's implying he usually gets more sleep oh, than okay. three or four I have no idea no, about I, I the take circadian
2: it rhythms of P. Vlanders. No idea.
1: The Rugby League is one of the few sports in the world still resisting the urge to shut it down and the game's financial future depends on it, although this hasn't stopped critics. Oh, nothing will stop critics. No. I mean, this is the Murdoch press. Vlanders Ver- and the NRL, importantly, have the support of the players, coaches. The Warriors yesterday agreed, as we've be- mentioned before, to stay here. Mal Meninga, Chair of the recently formed Coaches Association... Oh, now, there's gee. something that's a response to COVID 19. Yeah. The Coaches Association. Coaches Association. I've, I've never idea. heard of that
2: before. That's a good idea.
1: Uh, we're in, th- in sync with authorities. We want the game to survive because that is what brings our livelihood. The coaches are very supportive. They want to keep playing. They understand the importance and the, they're really happy with the leadership stage. And fantastic. Yes. So it is in a difficult position. And of course, you forget Peter Volandi's other hat, which is to be the boss racing. of racing. Yes. He's racing. got a big day today. Huge day. With a sleeper, etc. Yep. cetera, uh, Rose yep, Hill. Yep, yep, yep. It's the richest uh two year old race in the world. People forget that. Yes.
2: Now I assume the social distancing applies to racing HG. Well there's nobody that? going. There's nobody going. Oh good. Nobody Pew. going
1: and then at the last yeah. moment I did see a, a an idea that yes. the owners so I don't think this is approved that the owners could come on track and see their horses go round. Obviously there'd yes. be one happy yes. one and everybody else feeling a bit glum.
2: But is there gotta be a say a two meter oh, gap be. between the horses well, you know, you don't want horses bunching up. You don't want jockeys' legs oh. brushing against each other or anything like that or 10, 20, 20. spitting on each other or shouting at each other and projectile spit, you know what I mean? You Whoa. know what happens when, when jockeys gob off when they're close it's, to one another? That's they why can't they, help
1: it. They don't, that's why they don't mic races. Yeah, exactly. Now, I they, don't know. I can't answer that and you raise a very good question. Hmm. I want to be sure that horses and people are – Implying the distance apart. Yeah. Can I come to an issue that you've just neatly raised there with the gobbing off? Mm-hmm. Uh, it does appear that some rugby league players use the dirty words, use the blue language. Yes. Now, this has uh, only occurred to me recently mm-hmm. in the terms under which we're broadcasting rugby league at the moment. Yes. So we have a lot of space around, you know, players mm-hmm. and the mics pick up all the action, you know, verbally and otherwise. They do the bumps, the dumps and so on. Yeah. Now, I think we're going to have to grade matches so as they we get an idea of what to expect. People say that when Cronulla plays Melbourne, when the Storm plays the Sharks, it's always a very blue affair and I'm talking about the language here.
2: Yeah, you get feuds actually. There, feuds. there were fe- feuding teams like, like last night, Souths and the Broncos. Yeah, feuding teams. Real feuding teams, feuding coaches, feuding, there was a lot of gobbin' off. Now, now I think... What say Channel Nine can do in this in Stage G is have a completely open examination of the game with all its oral effects on say Jim
1: ah. and
2: on Nine One on the other one.
1: Yes. you
2: you have it bleeped out and tidied up. By, by producers, yeah, right.
1: Because yeah. there will be some people who like a little blue. Oh, and you know, they're course. obviously you can't get anything in the theatre these days of no. very tame affairs
2: when you see, you well, know, you can, there's some, nothing on the theatre, nothing the on the closed. Yeah, that's right. Where are people going to go to hear a good bit of blue language mm. apart from rugby league? They go to the rugby league, I know. but I they're know. not allowed, so they can watch it on the blue channel. Do you think we should
1: colour code rugby league matches to, let's say, Penrith, no and quiet team, yes. are playing, say, Townsville, yes, uh, or Titans, no other quiet teams, so that could be, say, code, yeah. pink.
2: Well, family viewing.
1: Family viewing.
2: General. Yes. You know, yes. That PGA, that PGA. sort of stuff. Yeah. That's excellent. Parental P- guidance required P- when, when Souths are playing Broncos, Broncos.
1: Cronulla are playing, yeah, Melbourne or any Storm.
2: game that the that the Raiders are involved in. You know, all that Viking nonsense they go on with. <laughs> now,
1: coming and those to. There's Norse words. Ah, oh, the Norse words, the yeah. Norse oh, they're words. so blue.
2: Yes. They're always, you know, They're getting always into trouble. four letter words, mm.
1: blue, now. Accompanied by a clap. I don't want to give television companies more ideas for no. television shows, but these are a few I've been thinking on recently, apart from what we've discussed about rating the players and rating the matches. Yeah. Uh, the dreams of rugby league players, I think, is a great idea mm. uh, because you'd get people obviously revealing dreams. Yeah. Uh, you know, some of the, you know, depending on what happened during the week, you yes. know, there might be tents and so yeah. it comes out in the dreams and so on. That's really great. Yeah. Married to a, a, a rugby player, married at first sight to a rugby league player is great. <laughs> mm-hmm. And we need to develop a panel of, you know, say who can commentate. Yeah. And I was suggesting just as a starting point, Sophie Monk. Yeah. Who knows and could be the chair person of the panel? Yep. Maddie Johns, who knows league, yep. and then I was just wondering if one of the Real Housewives of Melbourne could be a oh, second yeah. on the show. That's a great show. Great show. And so they would be the panel for, yeah. uh, you know, married at first sight to a rugby league player. Sure. And we might come to nominate some players soon.
2: But They'd be the psychological experts. Correct. That Suggest. monitor the experiment.
1: Monitor the experiment. That's the word I'm looking for? Well yes. done. And comment on the experiment.
2: Yes. And, and where things are going wrong.
1: Yeah. And remember yeah. experts, of course, you know, you'd, these days, uh, experts are only taken when you agree with their opinion. That's right. Now, then supermarket suite. Mm-hmm. Now, this is an oldie, and I still am a bit uncertain. Is there a quiz component to Supermarket Sweep? I don't in think there?
2: so. Um,
1: it was to do with
2: knowing how much things cost in a supermarket? No, that that's the price is right. <laughs> the price is right. You had to guess the cost of products and rate them yeah. in terms of, you know. The most the, valuable. The, the, the toothpaste is Two dollars. Two dollars. That may be wrong. Yeah, well, whatever. Yeah. yeah. And the packet of biscuits is $2.70, so you put it above it. Right. Right. So if you get it all right... You win. You win, right? And often people, you know, people like us make errors because we don't know the exact price of your your diegesics or whatever. Now, whereas supermarket sweep, I think you had to fill your trolley, you had five minutes to fill your trolley with as much as you could put in, and then it's all tallied up at the end and whoever has the most valuable trolley wins. Right. That's a very simple game. Yeah. But uh, if you drop anything, then you're you, you fined. Oh, okay. You, you, you find the, the, the value of that item that's been dropped and you're only allowed five of anything.
1: Was this interesting? No. <laughs> and what did our mate Terps do on He did
2: both of them. <laughs> he was the host. Hello, everyone. Welcome to <laughs> the Bright Supermarket. Good sweep, yeah, yeah, that's right. And today, and we've, today got, we've got the family from yeah, you know, Caboolture from Tenerfield, yeah, up yep. against the Caboolture you know, right. killers, yeah. Now,
1: can I <clears throat> suggest a variation on this? Yeah. That this is an age-based competition, oh yeah, and we age base it for under in decades, so tens, twenties, thirties, forties, fifties, sixties, and it's regional. Yep. So today the prices rate comes to you from Milenyi, the IGA in Milenyi, should there be one, or oh, yeah. the IGA in Port Douglas. Yeah. And so the cameras go up there and there's a lot of locals battling away, you know, yeah. and the team, let's say, from, I don't know, Port Douglas, yeah. the bowling club at Port Douglas
2: Port Douglas wins. against the IGA in Cairns. Perfect. Very close.
1: So you've got regional yeah. yep. battles, yep. you've got state-based battles, yep. you've got national battles, yes. and you've got this great what would I call it, this great link yes, at last between supermarket sensibilities yeah. and the nation at large because I didn't realise what was going on in supermarkets mm. and it was only when I was talking to Manu yep. who said the only thing left in the supermarkets I go to is my sauce, Manu's sauce. Firstly, I had no idea he had one out mm. and then, of course, people think it's rubbish so they leave it behind and get everything else
2: out of the supermarket. I didn't know Manu had a sauce out. Exactly. See what what do mean? you add it to? Is, is it the sort of sauce you put on a sausage or is it a... a a, a oh. sauce that you use in a, I don't know, a casserole or, I don't know. Yeah, no. <laughs> I don't know. I, I've got no idea. Is it a curry sort of thing? Oh, it curry. A, I, I bet you there's three or four of them. I'd be French if it's menu, so I'd say said He no, loves I'd sauce. This, it'd be a butter base, wouldn't it? Yeah, and he might. butter. <laughs>
0: And they just... <laughs> wow, it's a powerful source. <laughs> Aussies, there are so many great sibling league heroes. They are never far from our thoughts. Brad and Craig Izzard, Appa in Nosy Toga, Steve and Peter Mortimer, Brett and Darren Ploughman, all remembered with respect here on Bludging on the Blind Side.
1: Now, Roy, uh, look... Uh... A lot of phone hookups this week, and people travelling mm. worrying about whether the Olympics is on. Oh yes. Yeah, I don't want to dwell in this because you this haven't is booked going- tickets yet, have you? No, Good. no, Good. no. Uh, I don't want to dwell on this because this is going to be a running, you know, commentary sore. thing for some sore. time. Mm. Uh, the Olympics going ahead in Tokyo this year is highly unlikely, says the boss of Asian golf.
2: Whoa. There's golf's a shot. in it.
1: I know, isn't it? shot across your bowels. Yeah. Um, the boss of uh, Asian golf says, and proceeding as planned could cost players their chance to qualify. Dear. The International Olympic Committee said this week it was fully committed to the holding in the games in July the 24th to fight the pandemic, but Asian Tour CEO Cho Min uh, said uh, all tournaments across the continent had been suspended until the end of May, mm. with the prospect of little comp- competitive golf before the Olympic ranking before the Olympic ah. rankings qualifying cut off. Cho said it would be harsh on players and un- uh, from unheralded golf nations. Our plan initially was to have sixteen or seventeen tournaments before the Olympic cut off. Yeah. Today we'll probably have about four or five Asian Tour players eligible for the Olympics. Oh. So you can see. Now that uh, writ large in all sports, I notice I think the British. Uh, Olympic Federation, the athletics part of the British Federation, mm. thinks it should be now stopped. Stopped. Suspended or postponed. Postponed, yes. Uh, of course, this represents enormous problems for lots of people. Now, you were in a hookup, I think, with Dick Pound. Yes. Uh, obviously, Lord Gosper and John yep. Coates.
2: Yep, yep, Well, Coates and Gosper are right up for, for having it. Yeah. Let's have the games. Yeah, but there's a big...
1: Yeah. Marking point between them two and Dickie Pound. Oh, Dick
2: Pound doesn't want it. D- yeah. Dick Dick's saying, no, this is madness. Absolute madness. He wants to throw it open to the athletes. Let the athletes decide. Well, the athletes are sort of coming out, I mean. In dribs and drabs. Well, Andrew Bogart has said he's not going.
1: Yeah. Well, if Bogut's not going. If that's Bogut's a- not going, a lot,
2: of, a lot of people looked at Bogart as a sort of role model, as a sort of leader, 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 mm. leader, leader Bogart. Uh, Gee, i never thought. I know. I've never seen him in that. No. No, put those two words no, no, together no. and th-
1: think it does not compute.
2: I know. But every now and again, you know, the you know, a broken watch is right yeah, is right twice it's a, a day. day. <laughs> so right. Bogus I've never heard na- that before. <laughs> no. Bogus hit the nail on the head, though. Mm. He's, he's not going. Well, he's, and he it's, says it's too dangerous.
1: Well, it's so movable, all of this stuff. Yes. I mean, they're all living in close proximity. Yep. What happens if they get there and they find one person tests?
2: yes. Then you've got to stop I mean. everything for a fortnight. Yeah. But I would say on the positive side, HG, that the that lighting of the flame in Athens wasn't that beautiful.
1: It was. It took me back. It took to, me back
2: thousands I, of years. I
1: know. The, 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 That's so, how it must have been. In, you know, look across the heart. Bro, look I know and all the, of that. Yeah. And can I say, yeah. where do they keep those frocks? Is there I a know. museum
2: that they get them out every they four would. years? They'd and, be originals, actually. They they would be. Yeah. They they'd be ancient. Right, that's, so that's, they, how they, that's, that's how they dressed did it in those days. Yeah,
1: it's amazing to think the Moths haven't got <laughs> I know, but oh, I know. take your point entirely. Whenever I look at that ceremony, and I yeah. think all oh, I think of is Greece as a democracy. Greece is,
2: as a democracy. That's yeah. right. That's right. With everybody it, how having a vote. Yeah, all those years ago, um, and I think the the flame has been lit in Japan, hasn't yeah, it? Yeah, but <clears throat> oh, and they. Shorten the relay. Oh, there was no relay, no. Yeah, and they no, raced it to Japan. They did. I thought that robbed a lot of kids' of memories. Yeah, I suppose it did, yeah. But, know, the, fl- but the flame... Is a blaze. The flame, you'd be happy to know that flame has arrived in Japan safely. Yes. It didn't go out. <laughs> yeah. And uh, the flame, the official flame, I think, has been lit in Japan. So as far as Japan's concerned, it's going ahead. But as far as Bogut's concerned, it's not going to happen. According to Pound, it's not going to happen... The Dolphins aren't keen on going, golf is in turmoil about it and Adam Scott is calling for
0: calm. Remember Dean Schiffer, 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 Schiffer Schifferlitty, Jeremy Schloss, Charlie Saab, Matt Utai and Rod Slater, Rugby League heroes never forgotten on Bludging on the Blind Side.
1: You know the strike force Mirabai, oh, uh, yes. which is investigating this uh, leak, mm-hmm. which seems to suggest Craig Bellamy. Mm-hmm. People knew about Craig Bellamy becoming this coach, the Dally M. M. Dally M. coach I, of the I'm
2: year. M. Coach of the year. I'm just
1: wondering if you've. You, I know you've been sniffing around a bit. Uh, I have. Have, have you got any insight into where this is going? I mean, is this an active case, or will we get to have to listen to a podcast, mm-hmm. uh, cold case style? Yes. To find out what's going on in say 50 years' time.
2: Yeah. Well, I. What troubles me about uh, Task Force or Strike Force, Mirabelle, is... Uh, Resources? No. I received a phone call and the phone call said, uh, Roy, is that you? I said, yes. They said, uh, or he said, Bellamy's one. Mm-hmm. Now, this was roughly seven hours before the... Announcement was made Mm -hmm. and I said, thank you for that and put a lot of money on I want a lot of money. Now, no one from the task force has come to speak to me, Mm -hmm. to look at my phone records Mm -hmm. because the number would be registered
1: Mm -hmm. who made that
2: call unless it was made from a telephone box. Even so, the telephone box would be that it would give you some insight. You could then look at CCTV Mm. at the period to see you know, who Who's was around hanging them. around that, yeah. uh, you know. Yeah. It, it's something they, they could work on. Yeah. So I don't know how seriously they're taking it. And I know I'm not alone. Mm. I wasn't the only one to get a call. Mm. I know you told others. I did tell others. Yeah. I yeah. did. You know, once I'd got terrific odds and everything was right, yeah. I phoned as many mates as I could and said, bah. hey, do you hear that Bellamy's won the, 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 uh, the L.A.M. The, country? L-A-M. The they said, oh, no way, has he? Mm. Yeah. What about Stuart? Yeah, that's what a people said. You know, what about Sticky? He's Sticky? I put money on Sticky. I said, you're mad. I'm telling you, this bloke's won. It's happened. You know, one thing that worries me is is I've been approached by
1: Four Corners to tell what I know. Oh, yes. So far, I've So
2: why is it left to Four Corners to get to the bottom of it? I
1: know. I know. Eh? You see,
2: it's – They're not a paid police force, are they?
1: No, that's true, but it requires people, public-spirited people, to come forward yes. who want to see transparency. Yes, and Valanda says all the time that he's about transparency. Transparency about yes. you know transparency is by word. It's okay. A, yeah. So. So did Four Corners come to you, or did you? No, I put did your nothing. No, people. No,
2: did you phone? Did you phone well, Four Corners? Well, can I just say that
1: in the scheme of things, I think Four Corners confused me with you.
2: Ah. Yeah. So what did you say? You know nothing. Well.
1: In, in a more diplomatic
2: manner. Oh, okay.
1: Yeah, I know nothing, and if I did, I wouldn't tell you. I wouldn't tell you, tell
2: you. yeah. Good, because we don't like dobbers. Did you say that to him? <laughs> that's right. There's too many dobbers. Too many dobbers. We don't need no dobbers here. You know. We're not a Dobbin culture. <laughs> <Not> Understand? Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Four bloody corners, yeah. you know. I,
1: but I The can only I, reason
2: you've got to show is because there's
1: dobbers. Can I just say, however, I have found some Super 8 footage of the Mick Benson matter.
2: Oh, no. <laughs> now. were they following that up? Yeah, they were. So they, they, were. Weren't, they weren't on the uh, the Bellamy Mirabelle no. case. They
1: were, but until, this was just by the by, oh. by the
2: by. Yeah. Are you still
1: interested in Mac, Mick Benson? Well, I am. No, no, I no, don't know, all know what happened
2: to him. <laughs> yeah. Do they know?
1: Are no. they saying they know? They're not interested. They're not interested? No, that's the problem, no. is that it's yeah. the things they're interested in, a very small yeah. group of things. Yeah, yeah. And the rest of it—they're just things that you and I are concerned, deeply concerned about. Yeah. Issues of probity and, yes. you know, responsibility and crime, mm. rugby league crime.
2: They're not interesting. Now, when was the last time? When was the last time Four Corners did a story on rugby league? Mm. A long time ago. Oh, it would be something. Oh, to do. yeah, back in the eighties. Yeah would have yeah. been Chris
1: Masters. Yeah,
2: Chris Masters. Who always hated rugby league.
1: And then there was things like uh, to do with Kevin Humphreys. Kevin Humphreys, yeah. And, um. Yeah, all of that. Yeah, that's right. And that uh, Leagues Club. Balmain Leagues yeah. Club, yeah. yeah. Back to Albany Elias. Back to Albany Elias.
2: Nothing ever came of that. No. <laughs> <laughs> now,
1: just to finish up with, this is a shock to me, that the NRL mm. uh, considers now taking Origin overseas as part of the next TV deal. Oh, really?
2: Uh, has anyone told Qantas Are they going to hold a plane for them? <laughs> how, I mean, how realistic is this? I I'm mean, the world's sure. moved on, hasn't it? Well, the <clears throat> when those r- days are gone, we've got to talk about it. Oh, remember the days when people used to travel? Yeah, I, I, I take your point. You see that people, kids, kids in times, they won't believe you. Yeah. Look at these photographs. This, this is me in Athens. Yeah, but they're hoax. No, it's not. Yeah, hoax. <laughs> yeah, hoax. You caught that up from yeah. a couple of pictures you got downloaded off the internet. Right. Yep.
1: You coloured yourself in yeah. there. Yeah. No, no, I agree. It's 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 a baffling idea. Mm. Now, of course, the rugby league is continuously thinking about taking things overseas. Mm. Um, I mean, recently I think the aforementioned Balmain Tigers, we're going to have, I might have mentioned this before, a lower Balmain Tigers yeah. and play a match in uh, Hawaii? You know, Hawaii. Yeah. Now, of course, they can't do that. That's some time ago. And yeah. then... Uh, We go back to about 86, 87 when they did take a state of origin overseas.
2: Yeah, Long Beach, Uh, California.
1: Yeah, lost money on it. They did. And then they're always trying to stage test matches overseas. Nobody Mm, ever goes. So I don't know what possesses them to think that this time it will be different when no one can fly in a plane. Yeah.
2: Yeah, Uh, yeah, yeah. And, of course, the promotion. I suppose they've got to make plans for down the, you know, when the world comes back to normal. Oh, that's not going to happen. Yeah. Well, maybe it's not going to happen. I don't know. Well, Shh. well. Remember, rugby league survived the Spanish flu. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and there was a lot of talk during the you know the Spanish flu. A lot the of worst would, of it. But yeah. A lot of people say, oh well, rugby league. You know, kangaroo tours, tours finished. We'll never be able to travel anymore. Never be able to go over there and play. You know.
1: But they did. Yeah. And they got it together. They got it together.
2: Hmm.
1: You know, now it's that's
2: one a- of the great success stories. I mean. I think people weren't game to travel after the uh, Spanish flu until the Rugby League put their hand up and said, well… Follow us. Follow us. Yeah, we can do it. You can. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> I didn't realise that was the, uh, the origin of the… Got the world tour. economy
2: moving again. Yeah, Rugby, rugby, rugby league, league
1: and its tours. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, wow. The, um, I think one of the first touring sides of that sort was a very early All Blacks tour. Mm-hmm. Uh, where uh, they had to travel around by boat yes. so they'd keep fit. Yes. Obviously, first kangaroo tours would be similarly.
2: They were, And yes. then they had to travel
1: between venues when mm-hmm. they were in England by train.
2: Yes, that's right. And walk to the ground from the hotel. That's right. Often one of those tours, you know, your first kangaroo tour, it might have been five years. I mean, you were away a hell of a long time.
1: Uh, but look at the uh, warriors. <laughs> yes. They could be away forever.
2: Yes. They, they may never see Auckland again. Wow. Oh. That's a commitment, isn't it? It is, isn't because it? Because you know how much,
1: you know, they're attached to Auckland, New Zealand. Yeah. And things like the, that.
2: What is it, the City of Sales? City of Sales. Mm.
1: <laughs> that's incredible. Mm. Roy, we leave uh, the show with that tantalising prospect dangling. Any more text line comments?
2: Uh, no, that's it for that's now. That's it? Good? Yep, yep. Uh, oh, Al from Grafton's been in touch to say, uh,
1: welcome back. Oh, right. Yeah, that's thanks, Al. Mind. Obviously, we'll be back next week with more of the same. Same time, same place, Uh, same topics, probably, the way things are going. In the meantime, thanks very much for being part of the show. That's it for Bludgeon on the Blind Side this week.
0: Discover more great ABC podcasts, live radio, and exclusives on the
2: ABC Listen app.